so Ryan, how are you? I'm doing okay. Okay. He I'm is doing, doing okay. okay. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody feels okay from time to time. Yeah. Uh, okay is about the best I've got right now. <laughs> this is season two. Two. Number two. Number two. We we left off season one. Took some time off. We're back for season two. We're also going to try to do a little bit different of a format in season two. Uh, Ryan brought it to my attention that I can get off on random rants, which is totally true. And Ryan's a better moderator, I guess, would be the correct term, right? Something like that. Yes, yeah. very true. Uh, it can keep me on task and, and get me center focused again back on like what we were actually talking about. Uh, so we're going to give that a go. We're going to also try to like not make them hour long. If they end up that long, that's great. But yeah. if it's going to be an hour, we want it to be quality. Sure. Right. We're Absolutely. looking for quality over quantity here. And we're going to be more active on socials. So we've already started that whole small thing. So just a quick shameful plugs. The Good Report Pod on Instagram yep. is myself, Gerald, and Ryan. I'm here. And yes. we don't know exactly who's going to – it'll be like a co-managed – Instagram like it's not just going to be Ryan posting things it's not just going to be me posting things it'll be like kind of co-managed uh random things you might get some random thoughts some revelations uh maybe we had a good word that something hit us like a brick wall and so we wanted to share that so uh today we really just kind of want to jump into the beginning of season two in this new format and just see how it like flows so we have nothing to really actually talk about but I think that sometimes those are like the best times because then you can let the spirit really just do as he pleases, yeah. right? Yep. So uh, let's just open with a quick prayer then. So, Father, we just love you so much. The, you know, it's, it's absolutely incredible that, that you love us long before we chose to love you back. And so for that, we're just so thankful for. Uh, Father, we're thankful for every day we get to wake up. We're thankful for our families we're thankful for Jesus because without Jesus, it literally is rather useless. And so, Father, we just pray that that you meet us here and use us as as a vessel to speak to the people that that are that want to know you more and engage with you on a regular basis. And so, Father, in your name, Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. So. I've been trying to start a small group. You have very, very hard and very challenging. Yeah, very, very. Did you know that before you got started into it, that it would be as challenging as it has become? Oh, I never thought it would be this challenge. You thought you were going to just snap your fingers and people would <laughs> like be like, Thanos. yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I definitely thought it was going to be really easy. Um, and then, you know, I, I like this is like the order of secession in my mind, how this happened. I got the word from God to start a small group. So I said, oh, perfect. I know what I'm going to start. I know how to start it. I know when to start it. I got this, God. Thanks for the insight. Failed. Just miserably. Miserably failed. It was a running group. So it was based on strictly running. Yeah. Um, I'm a runner, so I just feel like everybody can. That is just like totally not true. Okay. Failure number one. Shut the run group down because it started to get cold. And we were running outside and it's just people don't want to be cold. I get it took some time off to reevaluate 
being like, okay, well, what's next? What's next? A lot of prayer, a lot of prayer. Uh, and then slowly but surely, like the idea started to form in my mind of going to a gym. And I am just lucky enough from the connections I made when I used to be a, a salesman that I still have some of those connections with people. And so I know a guy who owns a gym. And I go, oh, perfect. Thanks, God. Got it. Roger <laughs> that. You don't need you anymore. And uh, I started this group right after the new year. It was now not running. It was fitness-centered, right? So more or less just one day a week, training your body so we could be healthy vessels to live longer and, and be more active. If you, if you can't if, – if you're unhealthy – you know, you can't you can't do a whole lot for the kingdom. Yeah, if yeah, and and to kind of add on to that, like you said, and they said it in church this past weekend, which kind of wrapped up the series about you know healthy habits mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. that was renewing good. renewing yourself in the spirit. And you know, if you have a healthy mind, you can help others. Absolutely. You know, an unhealthy mind and an unhealthy body isn't in any sort of means to be able to serve others or to be able to help others unless you can help yourself. And Jesus even says it like it's all over Matthew. Like you have to serve to follow Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And if and if you're not willing to serve, then you a may not make it to heaven, and b if you do, you'll be one of the last people in. Is is more or less how he describes it? You know, the, those who are last or least here will be greatest there, and 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 vice versa. So I started this fitness group, and I was like, oh, this is going to explode. Okay, so, and I am in a ministry, I'm in children's ministry at our local church, and it was like, I handed out like cards, being like, hey, this is where you sign up. It was going to cost a few bucks. Uh, I wanted to get some commitment, so I did 12 weeks. So basically, long story short was, I got like one person who was really committed, yeah, uh, who was actually even in my run group, and then it just like fell flat on its face. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, oh, that's a great idea, but I don't have time. And that's a frustrating thing to hear because y- you make time for the things you, you want to do. Sure. Right? I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. Uh, so that was really frustrating. So I was going to start this in like the first week of January. Didn't. And here we are like in the third week of January. Still not started it. I've got the gym reserved. The owner of the gym is like kind enough to work with me on timing. And so really discouraged at this point, right? Especially a couple weeks ago, I was really, really discouraged. So back to the prayer box, right? So I'm like, okay, God, like what did I not do? And, you know, I'm not going to get into too many details about what God and I talk about. But he basically said it was your time. And I said, well, I know you gave me the idea. And he said, right, but it was your time. And I said, oh, Roger that. It's supposed to be on your time, like as in God's yeah. time. And I'm like, okay, so that makes that makes perfect sense to me. I, I understand that. And so now I'm trying to figure out when is his time. And that takes a lot of patience yeah. uh, because I, I got the idea to start a group from God. So I took off and made my own group, failed. I got the second idea from God to start a fitness-centered group in a gym Great idea, but it was on my time. So I'm like almost there, right? Like I'm, I'm almost there. I've, I've worked through some failures to get to where I'm at currently, but I'm, I'm still like far away from getting to the number of people that I need to get to uh, 
to make it actually work and beneficial for the gym owner to like rent this facility out to me for an hour. Uh, and I, I do understand one thing is that when, when you talk fitness with people, I, I, that's like taboo, bro. Like, man, is that like to some people they're like, no way, Jose, am I ever going to get fit? Yeah. Yep. So yes. And we've had discussions about this because I was going to, I was actually going to be a co-leader. Yeah. Ryan was a co-leader. And the, and I could feel the discouragement in Gerald, uh, and you know, we text about it and even coming through the phone, you can feel just the, I guess the frustration Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is the word I was looking for. I don't hide my feelings very well. And I even told you it was, it was timing because you may have wanted this to go because you, you are in a season where you have just like this outpouring of love for others and you want other people to reach their goals yes. as you are trying to, but you have to let people be able to step into that themselves. Right. right? And you can only do that once people hit a certain level and you wanted to start the groove off and you had originated this thing in like December. Right. And then yeah, you wanted yeah, to yeah. start the group off in the first week of January, which is already not great timing because holidays and people are like, yeah, I'm going to join a gym first and I'm going to fail at that. And then once I fail at that, then maybe, you know, we'll figure it out. But it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's a lot at one time where you have to ask people to, okay, I'm going to sign up for this, but then I'm going to give my time, but now I'm going to give my money. And I also have to find a way to give myself. Right. Yeah. Cause that's really what ministry is. And, and I can only imagine that one of the reasons it's not the right time is because I'm not prepared to lead it. And that could be very much true. You know what I'm saying? Right. There are still things I need to be equipped with to be able to lead a group that in literally in my heart and I feel like it when it, when it is time. Yeah. It'll be 50 people deep. Yeah. You have the vision and you have the will, which is great. But you also have to learn how to step into that leadership role. And, right? and that'll take time. Yeah. yeah. And so I've really been trying to lean in on that, you know, in prayer. And it's just, yeah. And so basically how what I'm just trying to get at is that, like, you might get, like, a piece of the puzzle from God. And, and that only comes through your alone time with him, right? And I've had to learn that the real hard way because I'm a, I'm a worshiper, man. Like, I turn the music up yeah. loud. I'm in my house dancing and rocking and rolling. But that might get me, like, to the door of the throne room, right, to, to go see the Father. But when I turn the music off, that's my opportunity to actually talk sure, and to listen. Well, I wasn't doing that for a long time. I was just praising and worshiping, which I really— thought was the end of it. And then it's like, I heard his voice and I was like, Oh, Whoa. Once you do turn the music off, you can actually like step into it. But it's just like, you get discouraged, you get knocked down, but it's just, you, you got to keep going forward. Right? Like we just had Martin Luther King day, you know, on Monday, yeah. uh, you know, a part of me wishes we would get more people like that in this world just a visionary they're there they're just you know we need to encourage them to step into that and like you said it's all timing it's it's a lot of time right people will step into that thing into that light and into that role it's but they have to be ready to but also sometimes maybe they just don't even know 
So it also comes with encouragement. But also, and that, and that I think, right, you kind of said it, they don't know is because they're right. not spending enough time with the father. And if, and if there's one thing I could get out of my epic failures of starting this group that I tell you was from God, and then he told me to start a fitness group from God, and I'm like, oh, got it, got it, got it. And then to see it fail, it's like, well, God does not fail. So what am I missing? And I was, and I think I was missing just the timing and I just don't have that even still to this day, I don't have the timing yet. Uh, so I'm working on trying to figure out when that timing takes place, but I guess the whole message out of that is timing, man. Like, yeah, I mean, what's going to happen is you're going to go from, we're not going to have anybody that's going to want to sign up for this group for two months. And then all of a sudden, bam, just like that. It's just going to happen. It's just going to be like a waterfall of people wanting to right. I mean, step into that God because has people to bring those people. Yeah. To, the, to like they have God has to give first. I think they have to want it. And then as they pray about it, God will give it in their heart to be like, I need you to better your health. Yeah. I need you on earth longer. And to do that, you need to be in a healthier physical body. And, and not even that. I think working out and, and being in the gym is, is far, far greater than just a physical well-being. Man, that goes into emotions, into a mental well-being. I think the one thing that physical fitness might miss is a spiritual sense. Right. Uh, and if you read the Bible, obviously it's like 99% the spirit, right? It's, sure. it's where your heart is. But there are definitely a few things where it's like, hey, train your body physically. Like in First Timothy, it says... Uh, being physically fit is of some use. Yeah. Right. But like the next verse is like, but I'd rather you focus on your spiritual self, <laughs> you know, if you're going to dedicate two hours to the gym, can you dedicate two hours to me? And well, I think that's a hard yeah, thing. To and do. I mean, I think you can do both at the same time as well too, because I know when I'm at the gym and I have put some worship music on, it's, you can feel that spirit come alive in you. But as long as you are able to be healthy body, healthy mind, healthy spirit, Going to any type of whether you're at the gym or you walk on a treadmill at home or else you just go for a walk around the block or, you know, you're doing any type of like home workout or whatever you're doing. It doesn't necessarily have to be at a gym. It's just, you know, focusing on being healthy mind and body will allow you to focus yourself in on the spirit because there's a connection between the two. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. It's all like a big, big circle that it, it, one piece can't really work without the other piece. Yeah, because so I'll, so I'll tell you just from my experience, because you speak of timing today and that's literally everything that's happening in my life at this moment. And everything is timing because there's a whole thing going on in my life and trying to figure out where we're going to be and what we're going to be and how we're going to be. And, you know, maybe right now is just not the time for us to it right now is just the timing is not there for myself and my wife, which will become a whole episode in itself. But when I'm having a really bad day and I go to the gym or I do any type of like physical exercise, it renews the spot. It renews the body. It renews more so the mind. So when the mind gets renewed, you can focus more on being in, in that spirit and in that place to be able to be, okay, Jesus, let's go. That's like, so true. I accept you. That's so true because it even says in the Bible over and over again, renew your mind. Like Paul says it yeah. over and over again, renew your mind, renew your mind. Like if you're not renewing your mind daily, right, you're gonna get swept away in all the things yeah. of this world, and that's where I feel like people then lose the ability to manage their time. Yep. Because they've seen every episode of Game of Thrones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but sure. but but you 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 haven't done anything for your physical well being in such a long time, and I'm not trying to like con condemn you for it because we've all got our vices, man. Yeah. We've all got them. Yeah. But if you if you can just somehow find a way to renew your mind, and if that's through physical health, physical fitness, or if that's through reading, or if that's through prayer, however you've got to get to yeah. it. But I, I feel what you're saying, though. Well, you have to find a way to clear away to clear all, of, it, all of the darkness right. that's in the mind. And whatever darkness is in the mind, if you can release that through any kind of exercise, because whatever comes through the mind will come through the body and vice versa. If you're feeling bad and you're having a day where you're, you know, physically you're feeling terrible, there are things you can do to trick your mind to feel better. And it works exactly the opposite. If you're if you're foggy one day and you're having a bad day or you're depressed, you're going through some anxiety. A lot of times, doing anything physical that's positive to release that from yourself yeah. will help renew and clear all that fog that's there. Mm -hmm. So just having being able to exercise, I guess, physically exercise a demon in some way, or spiritually, whatever you want to call it will allow you to essentially renew your body and essentially renew your spirit. Yeah, you're onto something because like I think that there's literally like even like a spirit of like I don't know if it's like depression it's freedom. or it's like yeah, maybe it's the spirit like holding you back from freedom and that's an enemy spirit, right? That's an enemy. And he's just holding you back from like all the goodness that life is because the goodness of life isn't being like lazy. Yeah. And I guess that may be a harsh word to say, but let me tell you something. Jesus didn't. Jesus, Jesus was pretty harsh. If you, I've been studying the Book of Matthew lately, and there's a lot of times where he called out his disciples for weak faith. He called them. He even called them. You know, you know, had kernels of faith. You know, if you even had a kernel of faith, you could move that mountain. And I feel like, man, he's talking to the twelve that basically set Christianity for. I mean, outside of Jesus, they sent the. 11, really, because one of them was, you know, that's another story, but 11 of those guys ended up taking the gospel forward, and we can thank those 11 guys, but it's like, could they had to walk everywhere. Life took a lot longer. Right, like, yeah. now you think about how we can, we can reach people, I can upload this tonight, yeah, and reach the entire world, well, at least the world connected with the internet, Sure. and I just feel like we just don't prioritize things properly in our lives. We prioritize things that make us feel good. And it was just like Leah was saying, your feelings are data, man. Yeah. Like you don't have to follow them, but you do have to like address them. And I, I hear it all the time, man. I hear it all the time. My my major in college is kinesiology, which is human movement. I love it. I, I like daydream about how I can like manipulate my body to doing better and physiology wise and things of that nature with dieting and and. Mm -hmm. proper nutrition and there's i hear it all the time from people oh i wish i literally the other day i was running i had some guy go man i wish i wish i could be as fit as you and i'm like two years ago i was you yeah yeah same you know like it takes me it took me two years to get to this level and so it, it gosh it, you gotta put in some work yeah. and i think that goes for anything man like if you don't put in the work to sit down and pray to to pray and you don't got to get all crazy with prayer man like i don't know how you pray ryan but i straight talk to god like he's literally my dad like sitting across from me sometimes i yell at him sometimes i thank him sometimes i'm like looking at him like i don't get it yeah you know i'm confused but just communicating and i get some of like he and he whispers so timing and just 
Well, yeah, it's 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 one hundred percent timing because God has to put it in your heart to want to get better. Yeah, that's true. If you you can sit on your couch all day and eat potato chips and watch The Office and think you're perfectly okay, but then one day you're just sitting on your on your house eating potato chips or sitting on your couch eating potato chips watching The Office and then you get to the point where you're like looking around it's like what what is this life you but know then how, but is I think there the better way, for me yeah but can is the only way you can actually get that revelation is by being in his presence and if you're not in his presence then you'll never know that what you're doing isn't right and i'm not saying sitting on the couch and eating potato chips is like wrong cuz it's not there's I just do that time every and a place now and then. yeah and in moderation and if you've spent three hours in front of the TV, well, 30 minutes you could have spent talking to the father. Right. Another 30 minutes you could have been doing some type of like physical activity. Another 30 minutes you could have been doing reading a book to gain some knowledge. Another 30 minutes you could have been being a parent. Well, right. But you I know, mean, I don't know. At the same time, it has to it has to come from within, right? But to get you it can't, in within, you've got to have time with him. Well, at least in my opinion. That will come. That will come. Honestly. That's that's what I feel, because you have to allow yourself the time to let it come in. Yeah, but right? you have to you have to go get it from the source. I agree, and I think a lot of people don't take the time to get it from the source. I mean, maybe they have, and, the and they were just God. maybe they were maybe it was there, and they just weren't listening. And and that could be true. Uh, you know, I I've had a couple conversations late of like, you know, why if if we're here to do greater and better works. Why are there still people in wheelchairs? Jesus walked up to you and said, walk. And they got up and walked away. And I haven't had complete revelation on that yet. And I, I'm not going to speak on any of that, but I just feel like we could be doing a lot more as Christians. Like, and well, there's always work to be done. Oh yeah. Right? Jesus said and all the time. There's always work to be done and everybody plays a part and it's a giant kingdom, right? But like, what was, I forget what you always said is there's something about, there's a lot of certain, I don't know what it was, but it was way back in like the first season, but you know, you need more people in the kingdom to want to help. Yeah. Right. And how does, how does that look like? Or what does that look like? I mean, maybe it's serving, maybe it's sitting at home and praying, or maybe it's praying for somebody else, or maybe it's when you see somebody struggling at the store trying to get something, it's, it's helping them grab something off the top aisle. It could be a it's number timeless, of different yeah. things, right? There's a million and, ways that you can further the kingdom yeah. without being this pastor, right? That leads a church of 10,000 people. Like, man, I, I feel like, and this is probably going to you know, step on some toes. Like, man, I think God likes the person who just goes about life and does well and helps where he can. And he sees somebody struggling and he does help that person. Yeah, absolutely. They don't, you don't have to pastor a church. Like I'm not a pastor. You're not a pastor. Would I be a pastor? If God calls me to it, I would totally do it. Do I kind of think he might maybe, but I'm also not putting my eggs in that basket. Yeah. You know, those are things that like, if he will bring out and the only way you're going to get to those like revelations is with time with him. Yep. And so if we're talking about timing, it's just, maybe it's timing with him. Like just, and he's with you wherever all day he lives inside of you so if you can just sit down and find two minutes to just talk to him like in your mind out loud however you do it just man it doesn't take long for him because he wants to engage with us and like you were kind of saying like 
It doesn't matter like if what you're doing to help. He's always with you. So if you're in tune with that and you're like thinking about that all the time, there's really nothing that we can't do. It's just that I think we get too bogged down. We get too bogged down with the things of this world. And and those things of this world would be a lot of it comes from the internet, what we look up on the internet, what we do on Netflix. Well, it's influence. What we're, what we're consuming. Yeah, it's influence. Yeah. Outside influence. Where do you where do you put your where do you want to put your eggs? In in Netflix? Well, I mean Or would you rather put it in yourself? And there's things that have value, right? And we keep and the message of the day has been timing. And things that have value aren't always easily attainable or easily obtained because and I say this because anything that's worth having is worth fighting for or worth hmm. working for. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. And so sometimes it takes a lot of time to learn what's valuable to you. And to only know that what really is valuable to you, you have to be with Jesus. Yeah. You have to. If you're not with Jesus, you won't know who you are. Mm -hmm. Because you didn't remember what you had for breakfast yesterday. I didn't remember. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) yeah, it's just and maybe you do. But you don't remember what you had, you know, three weeks ago. Yeah, right. And so you, you, you just, you've got to, to know what you really want, you have to really spend time with him. Because yeah. how many times do your emotions go up and down in a day? I mean, holy cow, mine can do that 25 all the time, times. Yeah. Especially right now, like all the time, Yeah, you could get day. a text, which yeah. affects you for the next 45 minutes. And then it might wear off and you might go up a little bit of clicks and yeah. like the happiness meter, if you want to call it that. But then you get another text and it's like, oh, back down again. Yep. And to really know what you want, you've got to be able to be in tune with the father. And I think, you know, maybe there is something to it. Like it's it is on it's all in God's timing. It's in God's timing with my small group that I'm trying to start. It's in God's timing with everybody listening to when they really want to pick up their cross and walk daily. I'm not saying everybody has to. But I do think when you do, it's hard. Yeah. But like you said, nothing worth having came easy. Yep. So you've got to put in work for it. And that means denying yourself, denying yourself the two hour binge of TV or, you know, of, of mindlessly surfing the internet. Yeah. Facebook. You know, if you don't need Instagram to tell you you're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you don't know. need somebody on Facebook to you know, remind you because, you know, the value is what you see in it. Mm-hmm. And the only time you can find value in yourself is when you're with Jesus. Well, I, I shouldn't say that because I mean, spending time with Jesus and with God helps you find what that value is. Yeah. You know, and, and you've said it, but yeah, I mean, it just emphasizes the greatness in yourself and it helps you find it out like, Oh, I don't need to be worried about what other people are saying about me. Like, Oh, somebody said something to me negatively on Instagram. Like, what does that person even know about me? Like, I love myself, you know, and you only get to that point by spending time with God and to have him open your eyes to what you really are and who you are created to be. Uh, like I posted on our Instagram and if you haven't done this, you should check it out. I, just, I was praying the other day and the song, it was a different song that I posted with, but that song totally goes in line with it. Um, I was playing the song, See a Victory by Elevation Worship. And I was just thinking about all the victories God has given me. And I was just like, 
weeping, right? I'm a crier. I cry a lot. And so I'm like, I just like sit there and I'm like, I finally come to for a second. I'm like, well, God, what is your greatest victory? And he said, when my children come home. And I was like, wow, how real is that? Like our father's greatest victory is when we turn our eyes to what we were designed to look at. Yeah. And we go get it. And the more and more you get in touch with that, the more and more things of this world become less appealing. And then you start to make time for things that are important. And so I'm going to use like my pastor as an example, Michelle. She's done amazing, incredible things for my spiritual health. But if you asked her, she would say that I've done amazing, incredible things for her physical health, Mm -hmm. right? She's given me great revelations, listened to my ignorance, and, and has really taken me like under her wing. And she looks at me and goes, well, you came at the right time yeah. to the ministry. Mm-hmm. And now we're in like this, I'm in like an internship, you know, they, it, it's not, they don't call it an internship, but I really feel like it totally is because I'm getting a ton of experience that the church is putting a lot of time into me and things of that nature. And, but uh, she looks at me and goes, well, you've, I've been wanting to get in better physical health for years. She goes, and then all of a sudden you show up and you're like this fitness guru who enjoys like working out and knows how to work out and understands like the human body more so than your average Joe in the gym. Yeah. Right. And she looks at that and goes, wow, like what have you done for like what I've done for her? And that's like, to me, like how the kingdom works, man. Like that right there. Yeah, is you like guys were placed together for a reason. Oh, absolutely. You her know? and I have talked about this on a number of occasions about like how God has just perfectly timed it to where I stepped into that role and became a ministry specialist. And shortly, but after me starting, I've got her working out. And, and when we started guys, like, and this is how it started. I had her on like two or three days a week. Yeah. We did that for like a month. Cause all I wanted to do was, is, is she serious about it? Just like she was with me in my spiritual well being. Like, am I serious about following Jesus or am I here to get something on my own? Because a lot of people are. Yeah. And, a lot of people, I think, take on these positions at church hoping to get jobs. If your heart's not in it, you should definitely not work at a church. That is very true. I'm just going to throw that out there. But if, you know, she was testing me, where's my, you know, how loyal am I going to be? Am I going to be timely? Am I going to show up? Am I going to put in the work? And am I really going to be introspective in my own well-being when she sits there and says, well— you know that what you your your worldview of this is a little bit misconstrued. Sure. Let me show you the biblical way. You that is a hard look to do when you look at yourself in the mirror. When you go, "Wow, I've been thinking that for my entire life and it's wrong." That's that's a challenging thing, but then you take it to God and God says, and he and I I feel like he's almost like looking down at me with like a smirk on his face being like, "At least now you know." You know? At least now you know. And now you can go forward in growing and being equipped mm-hmm. with everything that you need to fulfill the call that's on my life. And I think, you know, my pastor has incredible ambitions of doing mission trips. You can't go on a mission if you're not healthy. If you're not healthy. Yep. 
like you're going to be a burden to the people that you're supposed to be helping. You're at often, this point. yeah, because you're going to be on planes and you're going to be out in the heat, or you're going to be up on mountains, up on mountains, yeah, and like you're going to be gonna... trekking for hours, or you're going to be working with you know maybe kids who are a little malnourished, Absolutely. or you have to have the energy to keep going. You got to be physically able. Yeah, and you know I don't know where she ends up in life, but you know she it's just it's just you know that's just my example. She started at a couple days a week. Then I put her to four days and now she's almost up to five. If she does her Sunday workout, which mm-hmm. is like one of those ones you don't have to, you do, you don't. Yeah. And we've done some like baseline testing. We'll do another one shortly and we're going to just see her improve. And it's, and if you look at like her workout graphs, cause I have her send me her heart rate graphs. She's putting in the work, right? She's putting in the work because you can see when I'm telling you to, okay, I want you to do an interval. You can see that on her heart rate graph. She's mm-hmm. actually doing it. And when she looks at me and says, well, not that she's going to make me read a book, but do I want to read the book? How long did it take me to get through it? Was I serious enough about wanting to know Jesus more? And as you really, really want to know Jesus more, you get to really, really see who you are. And yeah. that plays back into what you were saying, your it's, value. Yeah. And she came at a time in your life when you needed that challenge. And and then... Oh, I got ba- it. Basically, <laughs> yeah. She gave you that challenge. You accepted, but then also she was willing to say okay, well, I need a little bit of challenge in my life too. So she stepped into you and leaned on you to say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm healthy spiritually, but I'm not healthy physically. Right. And maybe if I'm healthy physically, it'll allow me to be more in touch spiritually. And that just goes back with timing. Yeah. Cause three years ago when God told her to start getting fit, cause I think that's what she said a couple of years ago, two or three years ago, she got the word from God that says, I want you to be more physically active. But she or, just needed somebody to allow her to do that it. too. Like, and yeah. she's a faithful, faithful person of yeah. God. And so when you, you see how, but you see how long out, it took her though. It took years. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Like, and, and, and she's somebody who spends ample time with the father. Right? right. And she's got a full-time gig and all these things going on. And so when I, I look at her and I go, wow. I need to be able to spend as much time with God, if not more, because I'm still so much an infant almost in this walk with Christ. And, and to kind of wrap this podcast up here, like we're not pastors. We don't really want to be pastors. So you're not going to hear us give you a bunch of teachings and all these like life lessons and stuff. What this report good report is, is literally Ryan and myself discussing with you guys the challenges we face and how we see God working in our own lives. Basically, this whole podcast is going to be like a testimony. So by the time we get to like season 25, you know, when I'm 50 years old, you know, I'll be 55 (laughs) years old. uh, Oh boy, I don't even know. Yeah. yeah, Who knows if it goes that long? You never know. We might, it might, it might not even be called podcasting, but anyway, when you, when we get to that old, we want to look back on season one and two and be like, wow, how silly did we sound, you know, but look at what God's done with us. Look at what he's done with us and like how far he's moved because that's what it's about. It's about showing the world Jesus and who Jesus really is. And to really show Jesus who Jesus really is, you got to spend time with him. And it does come in with timing. And the more we talk about it, the more I hesitantly agree with you, Ryan, that it comes from He's got to put it, you know, I mean, you've got to want it. Yeah. You've got to want it. Meet you. Exactly. And it's not so much just on God to be like, Hey, it's time. You got to get up. And sometimes it is, but you're right. I think I a mean, lot of the time there are gotta, days when there are times when people just don't step foot in a church for the first time. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, they had to have 
wanted to make that decision. Yeah, that's and for that's them true. to make that decision once they do, God put it in their heart to begin with, but they had to make that decision. Right, to get they had there. to meet him and halfway. Once they did, you know, they decided to step into it. Right, right? and that's that's right. essentially what I was talking about. And I guess if you look at it, that's that's true because when I was going to church at the first time, it was all about me. What yeah. can I get from God? Yep. Like, what can Gerald get? And then I left the church as I was going through a very tumultuous time in my life with relationships, finances. And then I finally came back and I met Michelle and my entire trajectory of life changed, adjusted course. But that's what happens when you start to lean into faith, right? And it doesn't matter if you go to church or you just decide you want to read your Bible or you're going to, I don't know, whatever it is. But what happens is when you first start doing anything, say you step foot into a church the first time, you walk in there with the feeling of what am I going to get out of this, right? And then as you go, you learn and you dive and you learn and you dive and you, and you learn and you lean. And essentially it becomes what can I get from this as what can I give to this? Yeah. And once right? you have the perspective of you're it's here no longer to about give, me. Yeah. I think God can really start to use you. Uh, because God doesn't want prideful people. Sure. So, and I'm trying not to sound prideful that I work out so often because let, oh my goodness, you don't even want to know the things I struggle with on a daily basis. So I'm not a perfect person by any means. I do a few things that I feel I do really well, but for everyone I do well, I, I have another one that I don't. Yeah. And I think that goes for most people. So if anything you guys get out of this is Ryan and I are just average guys who love Jesus, who want to know him more and get to a point where God is just using us like at any, at his beckoning call, it's like, got that. We're going there. Got that. We're going there. And that takes a lot of time to understand his voice and then to trust him. But I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, yeah, timing was the message. Just timing, you know, pray about it, wait on God. And he's a way maker right? He will plow the road for you because there is no reason I should be in the position I am at my church. Yeah. But God literally plowed the way. He gave me the one person on earth that I actually listened to. <laughs> crazy, right? It is crazy yeah. because I don't listen to people. I don't. I give advice. I run Well, my you mouth. listen more now than you ever have. Oh, just God changing yeah. my heart, right? It's going, hey, you don't know everything. Let me teach you how yeah. I do it. Because I was in the United States Marine Corps, and I totally thought I could lead people. Yeah. Well, I guess I could lead from their perspective, but when I met Jesus, it was like, woo, what? You want me to do it that way? Yeah. Oh, man. You want me to meet him with love and not yelling at him to drop down and give me 25 push-ups until I get tired? Yeah. And see, that's, that's what you— different. That's essentially what you let go of. You've let go of the I in your life. And— yeah, and there's still some in there. Don't get me well, wrong. Well, I mean, everybody does. Yeah, I think right? you'll take that to to the grave. You know, when when you get to meet the Father, that's the only time you'll. But you started. You stopped leaning in so heavy as I, and you went to what do you want from right. me? What do you want from me? And you know, right? He's he's he blessed me with a pastor who has taken so many hours out of her time to disciple me and to really, really lean in to God and what He has for me giving me great words. Some are easy, some are not so easy. Um, but it's not that they're wrong. It's just that it was time. It was time for me to hear it. And yeah. she's got things that she hasn't told me because it's not the right time. I actually know you said you want to wrap this up, but I do have another thing to add and I'll go for try it. and make it as quick as possible. But since we're discussing the issue of timing, I had a revelation yesterday. Mm -hmm. 
I was at work and most of my days right now are not great days, but I work alone by myself. Right. And so usually what's happened is I process and I digest a lot of things and like emotions and feelings throughout my day. But I had a revelation yesterday about what's going on in my life. I started essentially, volu- well, not essentially, I started volunteering for the production team at church, the same one that Gerald goes to, mm-hmm. just in a very small role, like working a camera, you know, a couple of weekends a month. And people might be like, oh, you know, well, it's just running a camera. I have experience in production and I'm still learning how to do certain things. And it took me a while to get back into it and to relearn how to work a camera and what everything means and what everything does. And I'm just so happy to be able to do it and bring like what I've gotten out of the church experience at the vineyard and how it's impacted me and be able to like literally be able to give that to others. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was at work yesterday and my wife are going through this whole thing and then it hit me like, why am I doing this? Like, what am I doing at this church? What's the point of this? Because am I doing this just to help others? And it was, the answer is yes. And to give it to others, but it was also to figure out what I want to do and what's important in my life. Because since I've started volunteering and getting back into that production role, as small as my little role might be, it's helped me figure out that like, Oh, you are lacking the creativity in life. Mm. You know, Mm, you needed mm -hmm. something to be able to focus on. And now what's happening is I want to put my hand and start being more artistic. And when you, when I feel like when I do that, I'm a little bit more happy on other ends of other things. And like, it just Mm. gives me a freedom to be able to express and give to others. And so now it's like, okay, how am I going to use that in other aspects of my life? Right. So it's like, it's giving me the creativity back in my life and it's giving me something that's meaningful to myself. And the only way you found that out was by leaning in on God yeah. and letting him walk you through yep. this world being like, cause he knows that you've got the creativity and all these things, but it's been suppressed by this world. Yeah. Right. Just like everybody. I mean, not everybody, but you know, most and, people have been And life suppressed. goes, life gets in the way and we're going through a storm right now and we're going through a season and an especially stormy season And just having that little aspect of being able to have an outlet to be able to work that out or to be able to be like, all right, I can express how I'm feeling in this manner. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, oh, maybe now I see like, here's an opportunity to be able to dive into something else, maybe in my professional life and be able to work on other things and give that more importance to me because physical fitness is very important to me, Um, you know, physically it helps refresh me mentally like i said but like just having more of a creative freedom in my life also is very helpful yeah because it allows you to get things out and work on things in a different way yeah so you you said it too it's like it helps you in other realms of your life yeah and it's because god knows what's best for all of us yeah and when i thought about it it was like okay yes i'm doing this because i love my church and i want to be involved and i want to be involved in what they're doing and how they're growing and things they're doing but i also am getting things out of this for me to help me become better in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's essentially what it is, is I'm giving them time, but they're also giving things back to me that they may not be able to see that they're doing. It's like the uh, clownfish and the, yeah. And I mean, I tried to volunteer a year ago and for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. You know, we couldn't connect, but now all of a sudden it was like just in a, a couple months ago, like out of the blue timing timing, you know, 
right? You even said it like you tried to do it on your yeah. own. I want to get back into it, but you weren't ready for this, that, or the other reason, or or there wasn't a spot or whatever it was. Just like mine, yeah. I was involved, and then I left, and it just wasn't the right time. But and now I'm it's almost given me in. kind of a creative like energy back in my life oh, that absolutely. I needed. Yeah, so, I think yeah. that's that's great, and that's, that's what I wanted great. to add. That's good. That's good. So, I think we'll wrap it up here. We're gonna be posting these things on a regular basis. We record on Tuesdays, so I hope to have these uploaded by Fridays. Friday. If I can get them uploaded on Friday, yeah. I've got some free time Thursdays to kind of ed- to edit these things through. So, um, other than that, the Good Report Pod. Find us on Instagram. You know, we're on Instagram. We're on iTunes. We're on, uh, what else are we on? We're actually now on iHeartRadio. So, yeah, you know, if you SoundCloud, so iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, those are the three main ones. You can find us on Instagram. We're there too as well. Yeah. So find us, follow us, yeah. spread the word. And we're going to be back here regularly trying to give our report of the good news. Peace and love, people. Thanks for listening. Peace out, guys. Love you.